What is up, guys? Comms check with Chad. Yeah, me. Hey, thanks for joining in. This is a quick comms check brought to you by Salty Britches. Salty Britches, thank you for sponsoring this comms check. Um, Salty Britches is the anti-chafing cream that I use on all my ultra marathons. Uh, a lot of my training missions, anytime I'm going to be outside generating body heat and sweat and getting nasty, I use salty britches on all of those hot spots that would usually chafe, and including my feet, to prevent blisters, and it has worked perfectly. Yes, I love this product. It works. It's the best stuff that I've tried. It's on a whole nother level than Vaseline or any other crap that you would use this stuff is specifically formulated to stay on and to prevent you from chafing if you want to purchase some salty britches please go to getsaltybritches.com and when you make your purchase use the pro code three of seven for 20 percent off of your entire purchase i love it go follow them on instagram too at get salty britches their newest product, Amy just came out with it. You can get 10 single-use packs for 10 bucks. Of course, you'll get your discount on that. The single-use packs are great because you can just throw them in your running vest or throw a few in your backpack. They're always there in case something pops up and you need to apply some of this anti-chafing cream to get you through your mission. All right, guys, that's enough. Comms check today. Yeah, I read a book about, uh, I don't know, a month ago that really, really kind of opened my eyes. I don't want to say changed my viewpoints on some things, but uh, it was just powerful, man. And it's written by a guy named C.S. Lewis way back in the day. I don't know when this thing was written. I think in the 40s, something like that. But anyway, C.S. Lewis... This dude's a freaking genius. He's got a huge list of books that he's written. This particular one that I read was called The Screwtape Letters. And at the end, there's another little short book called Screwtape Proposes a Toast. So most of the books I read are um, like novels. This book right here is... It almost reads like a novel, but it's uh, it's got a lot of really interesting wisdom woven into it. So the Screw Tape Letters is essentially a conversation between two demons, basically a like an like a um, I don't know what you would want to call it, like the equivalent to an archangel, like a really uh, I guess high like a chief demon and and his like lesser demon that's under under him and it's a conversation between these two demons about how they can control what they call their patients and their patients are us humans and throughout these conversations between these two demons in this book they just talk about the strategies that they use and uh, the the little tricks and the lies that they tell to their patient in order to get them to 
go the way that they want them to go and to do the things that they want them to do. You don't you don't have to be a Christian to read this book because the the conversations and the tactics and the strategies that are being discussed in this book are applicable really to anyone. You do kind of have to believe in good and evil. You have to believe that there is such thing as good and such thing as evil. And that pretty much, you, you know, if you believe that at least, it will qualify you to get something out of this book. But the way C.S. Lewis has written this book, it's it's so complex in a way that you have to pay attention to what these demons are saying to each other because he's woven truth and lies into the conversations. I mean, it's just unbelievable, man. It's a really, really cool one. I highly recommend it um, if you want to really challenge yourself with a, uh, a deep read. It's not a hard read. It's just deep. I mean, it's something that I mean, I'll go. I'm going to go back and read it again, probably in another month or so, and I'm sure I'll get a lot out of it, even the second or third time that I read it. So yeah, it's called the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. Now, the second half of this book is called Screw Tape Proposes a Toast, and what it is basically is it's a graduation ceremony for a class of the lesser demons that are graduating. And they're about to go out into the world and um, try to influence their patients or their human beings. And Screwtape is giving a, a toast speech to all of these lesser demons in this graduating class. And man, some of the stuff that that is written—it's just—it's it's like a that last half is like an hour-long read, maybe a little less. But some of the stuff he talks about is just. Man, it's just unbelievable the way, and a lot of the ways that, a lot of the stuff that C.S. Lewis has written in here, way back in the 40s, it's almost prophetic. A lot of the things that that he says in this book, you can see them unfolding in society, you can see them unfolding in the lives of people around you, uh, or even in your own life. It's uh, it's very very prophetic writing, but you know one of the things that he digs into toward the end of Screwtape proposes a toast is basically how these demonic forces in the book can manipulate a democracy, or how they manipulate what humans view as democracy in order to, I guess, control their humans or their patients. It's unbelievable. I mean, I wish I could read the whole chapter on here, but, I mean, just to summarize that one little section in here, it it, it talks about how basically these demons are manipulating their patients' understanding of what a democracy is, and and they're manipulating it in a way that they want people to think a democracy basically means that everyone is completely equal and that 
Like, basically to, and and we are all equal under God. We all have, the, we, we all have certain right human rights and like i i totally i totally believe in that but what c.s lewis is saying is is he's trying to make everyone feel like if you are super smart like if you're an app academic you're super smart or you're you're super strong or you're just really good at anything they want to they want to make you feel guilty about it because that's not democratic it's not democratic for you to be any better than anybody else at anything and he talks about in here basically he says um no man who says i'm as good as you actually believes it he wouldn't say it if he did. The St. Bernard never says to the toy dog, nor the scholar to the dunce, nor the employable to the bum, I'm as good as you. The claim to equality outside a strictly political field is made only by those who feel themselves to be in some way inferior. This is deep, guys. I mean, it's it's really deep. And it talks about how in some ways, like um, y- the younger generation will actually shy away from trying to excel, trying to be the best that they can possibly be, or, or they'll actually shy away from like their God-given talent because they're afraid to be any better than anybody else because they they think it's wrong. What's well, not wrong? It's not wrong to be really good at what you do. It's not wrong to be different. If you are smarter than me, which there's a lot of you guys out there that are way smarter than I am, uh, especially when it comes to academics, math and science and all that good stuff i am totally cool with that and you should be proud of the fact that you have excelled at your god-given talents you know somebody asked me uh last weekend i was at a meeting last weekend like a co-op meeting uh with a bunch of individuals that are in the outdoor type of um like the outdoor industry and it was just a really cool gathering of people that you know young entrepreneurs and and small businesses that are kind of doing similar stuff that we're doing and we went kind of went around the group and said you know what where what's your what's your vision what's your goal for your company or your brand and you know I straight up said when it was my turn to speak like what is my vision for three or seven project what is my vision for our brand my vision is to literally be the the standard to surpass everyone else that's in this space to be 
and to surpass in in influence in in um in the products that we offer. I mean, I want everything that we do to be the standard that everyone else achieves or everyone else strives to 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 reach our level. So I I strive literally to be the best and to do the best that I possibly can at everything. And I don't I don't even I don't even look at I don't even look at what other people are doing because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. I don't have to look at somebody else that's kind of in maybe in the same space that I'm in. I don't have to look at them and say, "Well, I'm as good as you." I'm as it because that's it's a, that's irrelevant. And that's exactly what CS Lewis is trying to describe in this book. You know, it's really hard for me to get all of my thoughts on these topics. And all these topics that I'm that I'm talking about as he writes them out in this screw tape proposes a toast, they all tie in together. So it's hard just to focus on this single portion of the topic. You know, I've made a few posts in the past about, you know, being a winner. And, you know, there's there's not a lot of, um, they don't gen- <laughs> they don't generate a lot of likes. And uh, I think some people might get a little bit even offended about, you know, those posts or those topics when I'm talking about being a winner. And like, everybody can't be a winner. There's, at a race, for instance, in all reality, there's only one winner. There is only one. Now, you can sit here and say that, you know, oh, Chad, you know, even though you came in in fifth place at that 100-mile race, you're still a winner for completing the race. Well, I mean, yeah, it's cool to say that, but no, not really. Like, there was only one winner. There was someone there that beat me, that trained harder, that put in more work, that had a better day, that raced better. And, and, and he didn't, you, you don't achieve that title of being a winner by accident. Like, you got to put in the work, okay? It's freaking okay to be a winner. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I like to surround myself with winners. People that have put in the work, that have, that are performing at the top, that are finishing first in whatever their lane is. Like, I have no issue with that. And winners don't look at their competition and say, I'm as good as you. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant what they're doing. Because my goal is to be the standard. Yeah, guys. So, strive. 
strive to be better than everyone else around you in your space. Strive to become the standard in whatever it is that you're doing and never be ashamed of it and never think that you should slow down. Never think that you should dumb yourself down. Never think that you should do something different because someone might look at you and think that uh you know you're you're trying to just be cocky or you're trying to just you know yeah you are trying to stand out you are trying to be the best that you can possibly be there's nothing wrong with being a winner and in a race in a lot of things in life there can only be one winner and that is the that's the position that I'm always striving for and I am not ashamed of it and I don't look down on any I don't look down on anybody that comes in or crosses the finish line after me like it's it's not a it's not a big deal you know it was just uh, in a race scenario then it was just my day and um and if i do happen to win it's because i put in the work all right guys i've rambled on for dang probably about 15 minutes now i hope some of this makes sense to you guys i hope it encourages you to never be ashamed of your god-given talents and if you are really good at something get after it get after it all right yeah that's today's comms check go read this book for yourself man it's a, it's like a short read again it's it's the screw tape letters by cs lewis and then the last portion of it is the screw tape proposes a toast and there's so many really cool things in there about how the word democracy can be twisted um, and, and turn into a society where nobody wants to stand out, nobody wants to be special because, you know, there, there, there's some shame involved in being a winner. All right, enough said.